Brother Lesnar, I'm sorry to disturb you. Brock Lesnar had been deep in concentration, doing his best to make a copy of an ancient text. (laughs) It was one of his responsibilities as a member of this holy order. Standing in the doorway was Brother Bartholomew, an older, diminutive man whose majority of life had been confined to the walls of this monastery. You have another unannounced visitor. I'll be right down, said Brock. Please, said Brother Bartholomew, let me deal with them. These interruptions have gotten too out of hand. Ever since the villagers have discovered that Brock Lesnar is in this monastery, they have not stopped pestering you to help them. Ripping up trees, breaking boulders, choking out unruly livestock. (laughs) They are not allowing you the time to have a truly meditative life. Brock waved his hand at Brother Bartholomew's concerns, accidentally extinguishing some candles down the hall. To help others is also part of this life, and I shall do it, he said. At the entrance of the monastery, a man with a worried face stood nervously, folding and unfolding his hat. Brother Lesnar, said the man, thank you for meeting with me. Of course, said Brock, how can I help you? There is a beast that has come to plague our village. Who better than the beast incarnate to subdue and destroy this creature. I'm sorry, said Brock, but I cannot help you with this. I have forsaken that way of life to pursue one of peace. But, Brother Lesnar, you do not understand, said the man. This is no ordinary beast, but one of those accursed creatures. The werewolf. Surely to do away with this scourge of the devil would not be against your vows. Brock contemplated for a second. All right, he said. (laughs) (laughs) Then he did a hard flex. His monk's attire ripped and fell off of him, revealing him to be wearing red UFC trunks and combat boots. (laughs) The moon shone full and bright that night. Brock perched in a tree, waiting. Suddenly, an otherworldly howl filled the night. Something fast and hairy darted underneath the tree and headed toward the village. Brock jumped down and started full sprinting after the beast. He was just catching up with it as it jumped a moat and burst through the doors of the castle at the center of town. Brock also jumped the moat and burst into the entrance. (laughs) Signs of devastation and destruction followed an arching stairway. Brock made his way up cautiously and slipped on some silver brass knuckles. At the top of the stairs, he came to a door with scratch marks. Brock took a deep breath and counted to three. He kicked down the door and ran in, shocked at what stood before him. 
Standing before Brock Lesnar was his greatest nemesis, Coach Scales, a 20-foot upright standing Louisiana alligator in a white suit. Scattered around the room was clumps of fur. I'm so bad at you. That's a run of you to you on my European vacation, said Coach Scales. Well, you wouldn't believe what just done come up in my room. Some strange sort of little kitty cat that had a tip of some fierce. Oh, but I took care of him right quick. Well, Mr. Lender. What is wrong with you? What are you saying? We picked up where we left off. Brock looked at Coach Scales and said, When we're done, you're not going to be crying wolf. <laughs> you're just going to be crying. <laughs> what? Okay. He's back. I feel like I waited long enough. It's been yeah, it's <laughs> been a minute. Did. You did. Uh listener, Coach Scales part three is happening. Oh, complete <laughs> the trilogy. <laughs> Just so we can start another is, one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> listener. Thank you for still sticking around with us if you've made it this far. I, I'm sorry. I I, I'm in the same boat as you. You probably clicked on the episode and saw, oh, cool, Brock Lesnar versus Werewolf, and I'm very disappointed. I feel that exact same way right Hello. now. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome to the Brock Gone. I'm Cameron. That's Aaron. That's Sean. Fellas, hey, hey. Uh, we have a listener question from Otis from Cedar Falls, Iowa. Ooh, heartland. He says, Brock Gone podcast team. Hey there. Huge fan of the podcast. Just wondering, in a showdown in a medieval castle, would Brock Lesnar or Coach Scales come out on top? Ooh. Can't mm. wait to hear your take on this. Keep rocking, Otis. Well, thank you, Thanks, Otis. Otis. We will continue to keep rocking. Brock Lesnar is facing Coach Scales in a medieval castle. Though Otis did not specify in his listener question, I would have to assume that Brock and Coach Scales has available to them whatever you would find yeah. in a medieval castle. So there's yeah. like swords and stuff hanging everywhere, goblets. Filth, diseases. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> plague. The bubonic plague. Yeah, <laughs> Bad teeth. Fiefdoms. <laughs> listener, we should probably clarify, if you don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> yeah, listener, go back and listen to the Gator Gauntlet. It, yeah, Gator Gauntlet was one of our very first episodes. Yes. In it, Brock Lesnar is introduced to a foe that became possibly the mascot of this podcast more than Brock Lesnar himself, <laughs> uh, an 18-foot alligator named Coach Scales, who is a Southern gentleman. Oh, he's 18? Yeah, he was 18 foot. I made him 20. Has he grown? I'm oh, grown no. Oh, boy. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Coach Scales has, has staying power like no other. Truly. <laughs> uh, honestly, people that listen to the show, I get more comments about Coach Scales than I do Brock. <laughs> like, he just kind of captures the imagination. Cameron, didn't you say you were in a mall and a guy brought it up to you one time? No, even worse. I was at church. <laughs> <laughs> That's way worse. The reverend's like, and thus saith the Lord, well, well, well. But it's <laughs> Don't mention that podcast in this house of God. <laughs> anyway, that's how I got kicked out of church. 
<laughs> Cameron got suspended four weeks from his own religion. <laughs> they won't let him back in. Well, you always welcome down to Coach Scales Bayou Baptist Church. <laughs> <laughs> The, the baptismal is just full of like six foot alligators <laughs> yeah. just chomping at anything they can get. I'm going to go around and send Reverend Davis to collect the offering at this time. Everybody's just putting in like pieces of shrimp into a plate. As they go <laughs> uh, I, I thought I was into a gator's mouth. <laughs> He's just walking around with his mouth open. Reverend Davis, why don't you open your mouth there, bro? <laughs> He's that church member who's. He's not the pastor, but he is the one who runs the church. You know uh, what I mean? Uh, He's yeah. got like the big white robot. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. You don't agree with me, Pastor. By the way, how is that new section that I paid for to be added on? <laughs> yeah, How's yeah, that yeah. working for you? <laughs> How's the new youth center? <laughs> I I like to think that at this church, like they, they have amazing facilities that are funded by Coach Scales Drug Business and also like Zion Williamson attends in the front row. <laughs> it's a huge we got some members of the New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> and it's just real Pelicans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and also your man, Zion Williamson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to say tonight we do have 10 members of the New Orleans. Now, Reverend Davis. <laughs> oh, you sneaky dog. <laughs> they will be joining us for the potluck after the service. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> that is, they're going to be in the pot and we're going to be in luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm sure that's a joke that Louisiana pastor has. Used. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. Did you say that Coach Gills was in like the highest tower waiting? He's not in the highest place. He's in like a mid-level part of the castle. I guess my question is, does the fight start how you said where like Brock shows up and he doesn't expect Coach Scales to be there? Or is it like they both start on opposite ends and both know that the other is there so they can like run around the castle and prepare how they need to? Neither of them know that the other one's going to be there. <laughs> okay. Dude, I had like the slightest, like a 1% inclination <laughs> when you, really? when he put on, yes, no I'm dead serious. When he puts on silver brass knuckles, I don't know why my brain went, oh, he wouldn't dare. <laughs> he wouldn't dare do this. Coach Scales twist. This is about to be, there. he wouldn't waste a good question like this. I actually think a straight-up werewolf question is boring. No, I think we need to save werewolf for Brocktober. Really? Okay. That Yeah. That's fair. I can't yeah, do it. Getting spooky in Brocktober. But in fairness, Brock is going to be, like, walking through a dilapidated riverboat in the swamps <laughs> of Louisiana. <laughs> There's a werewolf, yeah. yeah. Here, here's a question that I think kind of distills a lot of it down. Do you think that Brock Lesnar could kill Coach Scales with, like, an average knight's sword? Yes. Yeah, but not every time. Yeah. Coach, Coach Scales would be like, oh, I see you too are training in the art of swordsmanship. <laughs> <laughs> well, I studied for 18 years. <laughs> He's like holding it in his tail. His yeah. arms are too tiny. He's like flailing around <laughs> with the sword. <laughs> I was always more of a halberd man myself, but I see, I suppose. I don't think arrows does it. I think a sword does it if he can get a sword. Or a spear. Ooh, there would be spears, huh? Like, like, yeah, like, 
Like one of those gnarly ones that was like, it's a spear and it's also an axe. Yeah, I think that's just a helper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what that is. But I mean, they're all over the place probably, so Coach Scales could get one too. I don't know if that would do it. I don't think a long axe could like cut into Coach Scales. I think this is a really good situation for Brock because I don't think Coach Scales, like, I think his arms are too short. I'm serious. Like, I can't see him wielding a weapon effectively. Like, his entire offense is going to have to be being a giant alligator. That Oh, hey. Like, that's a problem, though? It's a huge problem. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've always imagined Coach Scales as having, like, human arms. Am I wrong? Aaron, do you picture him with human arms? No. What? I just basically have been imagining Colonel Sanders, but as an alligator. I, I, I think he has gator arms. I don't think they're helpless, you know, but... Oh. I again, I don't I don't think he's using his arms to kill people. I think he's an 18 foot alligator. Uh, <laughs> he has a, yeah. He's 18 foot. He's probably like a thousand pounds. I just thought of this. There's a moat. Oh, you know, I'll bet you Coach Scales would totally want to maneuver Brock to fighting in there. Yeah, <laughs> if he can get him in a moat. Yeah, he's all done. Brock has to keep this thing in the castle walls. Yeah. I was going to try to do something clever. I, I I tried to look up what is the patron saint of wrestling. <laughs> the patron saint of of a- athletics is Saint Sebastian, I guess. The patron saint of wrestling is Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> I think I've even seen a picture of him like in the clouds, like after he died, like people were photoshopping him. Like, you know, it, if you took a picture of Jesus. And you swapped it out with a picture of Randy Savage at a church. <laughs> how, how how long would it take for people to notice the difference? I'm just talking about a headshot. <laughs> the little children come unto me, yeah. <laughs> Step into this bread, cause it is my body, yeah. <laughs> Listen here, brethren. <laughs> Be behind me. <laughs> For as it was foretold, the cream rise to the, rise to the top. And I'm the cream. And I'm going to rise on the third day. <laughs> Satan has found himself in a situation he would rather not be in. <laughs> I don't know if we can use this. Yeah, I, I don't care. I'm having fun. <laughs> Oh, Karen, okay, before we answer the Coach Scales question, can I throw out a question I thought of during your cold open? Uh-huh. Brock has gone to a monastery and he's trying to change his ways. <laughs> yeah. How many times out of 10 can Brock Lesnar go an entire year without killing anything on purpose? So that means like... If, <laughs> on purpose. Yeah, so if, he's, if he steps on a bug, <laughs> like on accident, and he's walking, that's fine. But if he mm. like swats a mosquito, that's on purpose. Uh huh. He can't kill anything. How many times out of ten can he go a whole year without killing anything? Monastery Brock. Honestly, three. Three times out of ten, or three days without killing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> yeah, and all the other seven, he's like, okay, starting now. Bang. Okay, starting now. <laughs> starting. <laughs> he's like, okay. Starting now. Bang. 
<laughs> a bird drops out. Okay, maybe I shouldn't use the start gun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I shouldn't have pointed it forward. <laughs> Starting now. The week. The weekend of non-violent starts. <laughs> Click. <No. laughs> okay, how about that? A weekend. You think you could do a weekend? Uh, yeah, I think you could. Welcome to our contemplative silence kickoff. Shoot the fireworks! <laughs> <laughs> These four days are dedicated to minimalism and clarity of mind. And they have like inflatable two men going yeah. on. There's a there's a plane that just like has a sign that says meditation is awesome. <laughs> they have like a like they have like a jet fly over like an NFL game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, like like a like an eighteen hundreds full brass band with Philip Sousa music they do cannons <laughs> when, instead of the like the, the big bass drums. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, release the dogs of serenity. <laughs> <laughs> just just a pack of wild dogs. <laughs> I think this is the second episode in recent time that we've had a pack of wild dogs. Yeah, but not a pack of wild dogs is serenity. Yeah. yeah. Three cheers for dead silence. <laughs> okay, we're going to try that again. Everything we consume here is cultivated from the earth. Just digging cans of monster energy out of the ground. Brox <laughs> <laughs> Dojo is my favorite place ever. <laughs> Brother, we must go into town to collect supplies. Start the monster truck, Kevin! We're going to <laughs> <into> town! <laughs> These are our meditation quarters. It's just a bouncy house. <laughs> I like the idea of like throwing a bouncy house into a real monastery and just seeing what they do with it <laughs> like seeing if it like ruins their whole ecosystem <laughs> how about this for a monastery a laser tag room <laughs> monks playing laser tag I think they would forgive you like if you went into town and had a one night stand but like <laughs> Laser tag and mini golf would definitely get you kicked out of there. <laughs> I don't really like this one for Brock. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel great about it. I I I think the thing that gives me the most pause is the detail you mentioned of like them kind of stumbling on each upon each other uh-huh. in the castle. I think if Brock can like plan and know that Coach Kelly is gonna be there, he does great. Uh-huh. But I think if if he just opens up a door and there's an 18-foot alligator in a room, bad, bad day. Yeah? I guess he could just shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and go plan. <laughs> Do we know if Coach Gales can open doors? His arms are too <laughs> short. It's going to take him some time. Yeah. It's gonna, I forgot about the door. He would barrel through the door, right? He would. He would. I think that would give Brock enough distance to find something to fight, though. Yeah, yeah. Just sure. closing the door on him is so good. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> huh. 
Now, doggone it. <laughs> Do me a kindness and leave that open. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'll give my number. I feel like Brock gets this one four times out of ten. Really? Oh. Yeah, uh, if they're mm. stumbling into each other. I, I'd, I'd go as high as, like, six if he has time to prepare. It's still an 18-foot alligator <laughs> with, with shady business deals, you know? <laughs> I'm going to say seven times out of ten. Whoa. Really? For yeah. them stumbling into each other? Yeah. Wow. Do you think Brock just gets his hands on a weapon really fast? Yeah, I think so. They're everywhere. It's a medieval castle. Brock just stands next to a suit of armor and holds really still. <laughs> Coach Scales can't find him. <laughs> I like to think that Brock shows up to the monastery and like the very next day, all of the monks change their haircut from like that ring to like the dumb little ponytail. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, this yeah. guy's awesome. <laughs> I've got Oh man, if they're stumbling into each other, I got Brock over Coach Scales five yeah. times out of ten. Yeah. I think even if he gets a weapon, it's still Coach Scales. Like it's still an eighteen foot alligator with shady business dealings. <laughs> The shady business dealings don't have anything to do with the fight. Oh, you think so? <laughs> you think so? He's about to kill him, and then, like, a red dot appears on Brock Lesnar's chest. <laughs> Reginald, I need you to take the shot. <laughs> now, what do you mean your arms can't reach the trigger, sir? I said take that shot. <laughs> Are you in the crouching position? Always. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, another great episode of The Brock to God. Thank you so much for joining us. Follow us on all the socials. It is at The Brock to God. And don't forget to send us your questions. And don't forget to tune in next week. Famed contortionist Daniel Browning Smith coming on the show. He recently stuffed himself inside an airline carry-on bag. He's here promoting his new book. Seven Habits of Highly Flexible People. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> Great visual gag on an audio podcast. <laughs> Listener, I was going like this. Nope, nope, that's it. <laughs>